0: What's up everybody? This is Ahmed. And Luffy. And this is the Brotherly Love Podcast, episode 12. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Last episode I didn't have that much energy. We woke up pretty early. Yes. But now it's like, what time is it right now? Uh it's uh, eight. It's around, yeah. Around, it's not around too early. Around eight o'clock. So
1: it's all right. It's, it's midday decent. for me. So what? It's midday for me. <laughs> How is this midday? You know, I wake up at about two thirty in the morning. <laughs> bro you're psychotic i don't wake up at 2 30 but you know i Uh, try sleeping early yeah
0: yeah yesterday yeah i slept around like 10 p.m or so last night because i just realized i was like dang like this is really messing up my sleep habits and i want to get really right back into routine Mm. so uh yeah i decided to sleep like at 10
1: latest and i was out cold like a light Mm. yeah like a light all right well fuck your sleep bro let's get right into it like <laughs> okay uh a lot of stuff's been happening recently um you know a lot of conspiracies out there yes <laughs> and uh we were just talking about this i wanted to save the conversation for for the because it was about to get really good was, yeah we're about to get into it <laughs> um but of course you know about jeffrey epstein yes um and you know, recently, I I don't know her, you know, how to pronounce her name, but I think it's like Ghislaine, something like that. Ghislaine? Her name popped up on Twitter a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know how to. Yeah, Ghislaine. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, um, who's like his girl, you know, his sidekick, um, and she just got arrested. And I asked you before the podcast, I was like, so when is she gonna quote unquote commit suicide? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you were like, yeah, she definitely is. Um, and then the next question I asked you is, like, how much do you, like, actually believe about all this? Like, how do you think that there's like an international pedophilia sex ring yes. that's, like, encompassing or, like, compromising, like, the most powerful people on the planet? Yeah. So let me explain why. This is the
0: reason why I believe it. Now, it's probably outstanding when you first think about Outlandish. it. Outlandish. Outlandish? Mm-hmm. It's probably it's outlandish.
1: All, I'm assholeish for saying that, but go ahead, go ahead. No,
0: you're correcting me. It's all good. Um, it's probably outlandish to even consider. It's like, oh, all these powerful people have a pedophilia ring slash sex trafficking ring. But here's the thing. When Black Lives Matter was hot on Twitter, I'm not saying it's not still a thing. But when it was like the number one trending thing on Twitter after uh the George Floyd deaths, uh, death and others that followed, um, there. Was a group called Anonymous. Now, first, everyone thought Anonymous was kind of just like this secret group that, like, don't really speak up about a lot of things and, like, they're just, they might be a hoax, whatever it is. They literally not only took down the Minneapolis website, they interfered with the police radio. They released, like, top secret uh, documents that revealed that Trump signed an agreement with Epstein. To have in in a way like a sex trafficking ring with a girl, mm. and like and it was proven that like Trump raped this woman, Epstein raped this woman as well, and so you're looking at this, you're like, huh, like whoa, whoa this is you weren't really considering it, and like it got talked about for a few days, and then it just kind of got you know no one really talked about it anymore because other things were happening. So the allegations that Trump raped somebody. Trump raped somebody, and he agreed in a document mm-hmm. with Epstein to have this agreement, like, we're going
1: to have this, like... So you're saying, basically, like, like Trump was on one of Epstein's planes. They flew out to his island. Um, Epstein or whoever there got Trump in a compromise situ- like situation with an underage girl. Since she's underage, you know, it's considered rape, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because he can't consent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's kind of holding this over him, and he came into some agreement with Epstein, like... A,
0: I don't 100% know if he flew out into an island and then that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I just know that there is a secret document that got revealed that showed that Trump and I, I, uh, Epstein
1: mm-hmm.
0: were in an agreement to have this kind of sex trafficking ring. Mm. Um, So ever since then, and I, I mean, ever since I was even a, a, a preteen, like in middle school in the summer, I would only always look up Illuminati things. <laughs> and, it, and it seems like real, like, what are you doing? Mm. What are you doing with your life? But like, it was really interesting because you have to really consider like not everything they tell us is the truth. The media portrays the things that they want you to see. So I was like, okay, if they're showing us all this information of breaking news and all these other things that are happening to to divide us, right? What's happening behind the scenes? What other news are happening? Like, bro, there are so many like, uh, uh, sci- scientific breakthroughs that n- were never talked about because of what's happening in the U.S. with like in a, in a way it's like a racial divide you know what I'm saying there's a racial divide there is Trump always walling out there is uh, the media portraying Black Lives Matter as uh, uh, a bad protest and, you know things like that but I 100% believe there is a sex trafficking ring with elites up like In not only U.S., but, like,
1: everywhere. Okay, so then let me ask you this question, right? Because, like, this is the part that I don't personally get, right? What's the fascination with, like, 16-year-old girls?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Like... Like, I genuinely don't know.
1: Yo, like, I don't... I don't get it, because, like, yo, I look at, like... Someone in, in college half the time like damn this chick is annoying you know what I'm saying when you start talking to them and stuff like and I get it like they're not over here having like intellectual philosophical conversations with them like like oh you know what do you think about the Second Amendment and blah, you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. like it's not about that it's kind of like what do you think about these titties like like you know like it's 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 a completely different thing so I kind of get it but even like yo just being like physically like like yo, she's
0: 16
1: bro that's what I'm saying like there's I don't think that's never nasty. A time I see. We're we're using sixteen, right? And we don't know the exact age, like of whatever these 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 girls who were there. You know what I'm saying on this island, but just in my mind, like I don't know, like I just don't, bro. I just don't get hard for like. Uh, it's it's, it's like, just it just yeah. It just
0: feels weird. Like I'm 21. It would be hella weird if I started talking to a
1: 16 year old girl. Look, I'll say this. I'll say this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, talking, yeah, but that's because. Talking implies that you actually care about what they're saying, right? Well, no, I'm I'm like, saying just sexually
0: talking to them. You don't have to necessarily oh, okay, care for smashing, them. smashing. Yeah, like smashing like that, sex, That's sex, hooking up. Yeah, with. that'd be okay, weird. You're not
1: really talking. There's yeah. not
0: much talking that's actually. Well, you happening. have to talk. <laughs> there's it doesn't sound have like to there's talk. much talking. <laughs> but regardless, like it, I just never really understood that. But see,
1: look, if they were like, if they were like 20 to 25 year old, like supermodels or something like that, I I get it. That's you fair. know what I'm saying like because probably... if you're if you're 60 yo 22 year old like woman bad she's still bad you know yeah. what I'm saying but like 16 like what the fuck <laughs> like it's very
0: very <laughs> creepy uh but that's in a way that's kind of what's been happening like imagine this not even imagine this this happened literally last year if I'm not mistaken there's like 84,000 black girls that went missing mm-hmm. and nothing was ever talked about mm. and then randomly you said
1: a thousand. 84,000 black women. Mm-hmm. My guy. Do you do you like you know now I know because they all they always talk about it on the fucking news but you know like the worst they say the worst, you know, flu and stuff we had a couple years ago like two years ago I think really bad of uh, really bad flu season. They said mm-hmm. like 60 some thousand people died, right? I'm mm-hmm. telling me 80 some thousand, just black women. Black women. Not women, even someone else got like abducted, missing. disappeared, whatever and, like They went
0: missing. And I remember because last year, every single time I was on Twitter, at least three or four girls would pop up. Oh, this girl is missing. This girl is missing. Do you understand how many cases of
1: either black black women or have you heard the Kendrick Johnson case? Yo, black women are the queens at hide and go seek. (laughs) Huh? They're the queens at hide and go seek. What are you talking about? (laughs) All of them going missing, bro.
0: (laughs) Nah. Yeah. That wasn't even funny. I'm being dead ass, bro. That was not funny at all.
1: It's <laughs> not funny, bro. We're joking, man. <laughs>
0: You're joking. No. Oh, don't be so
1: uh I'm not, but it we're talking about an issue. Sure, sure. But you can find you can find the light in every every darkness. You feel me? That's true. Right? I that's guess just whole, for me whole, personally just wasn't whole, funny. Sure. I mean, not every delivery is gonna be funny, but I'm gonna try.
0: That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um no, but did you hear about the Kendrick Johnson case? No. Okay. So this teenager in high school, uh, there was camera footage of him. Apparently he was supposed to be going to class or I forgot what he was doing, but he ran into one of the gyms. They have like two gyms. Mm-hmm. He ran into the gym to get his shoes. Mm-hmm. I think he like he forgot his shoes. Uh, they found him you know those gym mats for wrestlers and they like wrap them up and they like stack them high mm-hmm. They're at least like six feet tall kind of thing. They found him stuffed in there Dead like, mm-hmm. you know, he's bloody all that kind of stuff and like they've tried to at least like okay How did this even happen? How did he die and at first they they're like oh, it's suffocation maybe like because he went first down And wasn't able to get up whatever it is. And he just died from suffocation after an autopsy they found that all of his organs were gone. Yeah, all of his organs were gone. That that not only happened to Kendrick Johnson, but that happened as well to um, I forgot this this girl's name, but she was in a hotel party, and and the camera footage showed her stumbling
1: towards the kitchen area. So why why is this happening? Let me ask you that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, is 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 there? Is it like? I mean, eighty four thousand is a lot, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people. Like. Are there, is there a lot of other people going to, like, is it, is this proportional? Do you know the numbers at all? No. Because that's that's a shit ton of one specific, like, demographic, like, not even just black people, black women. Like, how many black men are going missing? How many Asian women? How many Asian I have no clue. Like, I
0: just know that it was 84,000 black women that went missing. That's crazy. No, it's very, very crazy. And I have an idea of why they went missing it's mainly because it's similar to the, the movie get out when they were uh, have you seen get out. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> when, when they were taking the black bodies mm-hmm. and harvesting them, it's because they had better quote unquote genes or better like organs or whatever it is. So I believe it might, I don't, I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just guessing, you know, you can, you can check me later, but, uh, There is, I have an idea, it's either like a a black market kind of ring where they take their organs or it's a sex
1: trafficking ring. I don't know, but yeah. I definitely, I definitely think a lot of it is probably sex trafficking. I think sex trafficking is a lot bigger than most people realize. And like, that's why, like the, for there to be like an international sex ring, like I believe it, you know what I'm saying? Do you want some? You're looking at it kind of heavy. No. um, I believe it fully, actually, that there is, right? Mm-hmm. Now, hmm. what I'm trying to figure out, I guess, is motive. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, it's it's easy to compromise someone for something. So, for instance, like, if you know someone likes girls who are a little on the younger side, and, bro, being completely honest, I keep saying, like, oh, I don't understand how. Most dudes like women around that age, and I'm not talking about like sixteen or seventeen. I'm not talking about specifically they like fifteen year old girls, right? Mm-hmm. But like I'm saying that like if you were to plot out, you know, different women, say say like you got a picture of a of a woman, you know what I'm saying, from when she was a baby until she was like fifty, sixty, whatever years old, um, and you asked a bunch of different guys like when do you see when do you find her most attractive? like, the mean or median, whatever, is probably going to be around, like, 20, 21. Like, it's going to be real low. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and, and it's probably, like, a standard-ish distribution, like, ish. Meaning, like, there's probably still a good number of people who at 16, 17 going to be like, yo, she bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, especially if you don't put her age, you just be putting pictures up. Pictures in the physical
0: body. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? So, uh-huh. so it's like like what we talked about where it, with consent and the the legal age of of consent and when you know people are allowed to have sex um the thing i don't and i'm not like advocating as in like oh you should you know do this i'm just saying this is like kind of in a way biological 16 17 18 are very developmental years it's when women start developing a lot more now am i condoning men you know creepily sliding in these girls dms and asking for sexual shit no not at all but you also have to understand like like you said if if i because i know i understand because i remember when i was in high school like there was girls like my age i was like bro damn yeah but you were their age yeah i was their age but like still like but i also understood i was like if there was a man that was 25 26 and he did not know the age right and just saw her he'd be like oh she's bad because of like what so I'm saying, like develop like developmental kind of stages. That's what I'm saying, it's it's different for everybody.
1: Sure, sure. I mean, my, my whole point, the only reason I brought it up is to say mm-hmm. if someone has something like that, for instance, where you realize, like, all right, he likes women, he likes young women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, he's 50 years old and you hear him saying something about the the young girl walking across the street or whatever you can put him in a compromised situation and then use that as like extortion, blackmail, whatever. Right. Especially because like uh, pedophilia is considered like ir- irredeemable or something in our society. You know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, we can, we can talk about that, you know, in, as one thing, but regardless, like what I'm trying to figure out basically is you have this compromise on someone. What do you do with it? Like, what are you getting out of the, Me comp like you being compromised. I've documented it. I have this evidence. What do I have to gain? You know what I'm saying? Is it power? Is it status? Is it money? You know, like say someone like Jeffrey Epstein, for instance, like, dude was already making bank. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. he was in finance, like he was making money. (laughs) Now, granted, just because you 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 make money doesn't mean you don't want to make more money. Just mm-hmm. because you have status and fame doesn't necessarily mean you don't want more. So like it could be those things. Um I'm just interested to see like what is it specifically like? Was it like power plays? Was it like, yo, I wanna just have something on, for instance, Prince Andrew so that I can get the whole you hear about Prince Andrew? No. So Prince Andrew, you know, like Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. One of her one of her kids, her and the 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 Duke or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um it's one of their kids named Prince Andrew, and like He's, he's implicated in all this shit. You know what I'm saying? His name's popping up all the time. Like in regards to like Jeffrey Epstein and stuff like that. There's a lot of pictures. He was on the plane a lot. You know what I'm saying? So like they're, they're they, they kind of guessing that
0: he might be involved?
1: Bruh, he hosted mad people at his crib. Like Kevin mm. Spacey, Donald Trump, um, uh, mm. um, Jeffrey Epstein. Like, they all came to the royal palace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's not a good look. That, see, and this it's is what I'm trying to say. Luck. is like, if you compromise someone like that, right? I right, cool. Like, you kind of got the whole royal family at your feet. You feel me? Because they're not going to tarnish their brand. So mm. they'll do anything to protect him. For the sake of protecting themselves, now it's just a matter of what is it that you're trying to get out of them. Is it just the status of being around these sorts of people? Cause for real, for real, like it opens the door. Like if I'm hanging around Trump and Prince Andrew, I can hang around anyone. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like I'm in, immediately invited into any social circle and stuff. So like that could be one aspect of it. It could be money. It could be more nefarious things too, like that we don't know about. Like. You know, maybe there is like some secret operations and people pulling the strings behind the scenes and they're like, oh, we're going to plan coronavirus and we're going to plan this financial crash and we're going to plan whatever. And, And maybe he's implicated in one of those, quote unquote, like deep, you know, state deep web. I don't even know the right phrase for it, but. You know, what do they call it? Like Illuminati type people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When people are like they, <laughs> when they're like they're doing it, or the government, or <laughs> the mm-hmm. New World Order. Like maybe they're talking about these niggas. Like, uh, yeah, I guess or the niggas that are telling them to do something. Like, cause, cause Ghislaine, she's a spy. Yeah, you know, and her pops is a spy. I
0: don't know. I guess what I'm what I'm seeing from it is that. When people reach that point of power, now not everyone has to do it, you know what I'm saying. But let's say, for instance, you constantly keep on reaching for more fame and more power. I do think that there is a new world order that's going like I think the New World Order isn't what people think it's going to be, where it's like it's a dystopia and you know, it's like communism, whatever it is. No, I, I think in a way, it's slowly starting to happen with technology. Explain, so like, I think the New World Order is like okay the whole point that I'm trying to that I think it is is to just like to numb our brains and to not make us think of a lot of things and to not make us question some things. That's where I kind of see the New world order as now, these are the really early stages of it, you know what I'm saying where like let's say, for instance, like social media, right, social media wasn't really a prominent thing. 20 years ago. And there's no regulations on it whatsoever. Um, so when these apps come out, and they have very addictive behaviors. And now the new generation, the generation I'm in, you know, Gen Z, is full of depressed and uh, um, unambitious kids. Now I'm not saying all, you know, some uh, unambitious kids, it makes them not want to uh, reach for more than what they they can
1: do for themselves. Let me ask you a question, right? Going back to it. Mm -hmm. What is the motive though? Like, why would you do that? I would say the motive would be
0: to kind of get everyone on the same mental plane of certain things um like control yeah like control pretty much and have people on the same like i feel like the whole racial di- you know divide kind of thing i'm not saying people inherently like already have those uh uh ideas in their head but the media what media is in other tv channels uh news outlets social media any type of media is portraying a lot of the racial divide so it's making them con the more that th- it's been kind of shown in history if you can get a group of people and by group of people i mean like the population of whatever country in a divided state where they hate each other and they're not uniting with each other then you have control
1: i guess i guess like i'm all for conspiracies you know what i'm saying mm-hmm What I always try to figure out though is like what is the motive or intention or whatever behind it. But what I what I find too is like when I think about these like international governmental, you know, conspiracies and things like that, like I think there's grains of truth to it all. You know, I think there's a lot of quote unquote coincidences, you know, like with just shit that happens to be, you know, adding up and like this, that, whatever. But I always think, too, like, people are more dumb than they are organized, you know? So, like, and and that could play into the conspiracy, right? If the majority of people, it's just, here's my thing with, like, large-scale governmental conspiracies. I'm not saying that's necessarily one, but when people start talking about, like, Oh, it was a conspiracy. There was like ten thousand these, you know, scientists and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, bro, you really think ten thousand, you know, people were working in in sync without like one of these niggas like ever saying something to somebody or showing something or doing or whatever? And maybe that's how the conspiracy forms is because one person says something and then other people get an inkling into what's happening. Like, yeah, that's possible, but I just don't think that. It's like government is that organized. You feel me, like bro, niggas be having potholes for years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the government can't like organize with their workers to fix the pothole at the correct time and work with the right contractors and this that and the there's third. time delays. Not everything is as organized as it seems. It's not. It's not about the time delays. It's about the literal efficiency and effectiveness, like of organized collectives of people, like. Like, for instance, democracy, like we take democracy, for instance, like, no, I'm not going to take it to that level. That's like, <laughs> well, because because what I was saying is like democracy, for instance, is like it's highly effective and highly inefficient system. Right. So like you get everyone's perspective on things, which is really effective. Right. In, in making sure that it's effective on one metric, but it's inefficient in other, in other ways, like it's inefficient, meaning that if there's something small that you're just trying to get done, I don't want to ask all 350 million people what the hell their opinion is on if we should fill up this pothole. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I just need to act like someone needs to just act and take charge and take lead, you know? So like there's a balance between like the authoritarianism to like get shit done and like the democracy side of things where it's like we should allow for other people's input and perspective on things. Um, but the the conspiracies on like an international level, I'm I'm with them. I like I think I think what's more interesting. Like is you support
0: them? Nah, nah. He supports them. Oh my god! Come on, bro. All right, my bad. Go ahead. (laughs) He tried to
1: throw all this extra shit on me. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think that they're more like um, they're more the international like conspiracies. Like, like I think that they're more like. escapes for people you know like conspiracies in general you know what i'm saying like there because the thing is i I actually think a lot of conspiracies are probably true you know what i'm saying the only reason it's a conspiracy is because it's it's officially denied but just because something is officially denied doesn't mean that's not factually true right but you know I, you know that being said at the same time i just I think that people a lot of times they need an escape, right? So to sit back and like be like, yo, you know, I'm over here working these two jobs, you know, I have these bills I got to pay. This going on, it's so much easier to just be like they and the government and 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 the world leaders and and the the Rothschilds and you just start like you think about people who have money and power and blah 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 and you just say that, "Oh, you know, I'm not quote unquote winning at life and these people are like controlling the strings to everything that's happening. Where more so like what I actually believe happens in reality is that like, what is that quote? It's like, you know, never attribute to malice what can be explained by like ineptitude or something. Like, I never heard that quote. People are like, instead of assuming like, oh, there's some people behind the strings trying to do stuff to control people because they're, because they're evil and shit like that. It's better to just assume like, it just happened this way because niggas are dumb that's
0: fair <laughs> in terms in terms of what you're saying where it's like well, oh, I'm working two jobs and I can't do anything because it's the man it's okay that that part makes sense where it's like all right these niggas are using scapegoats because they don't have a control in their life that's understandable now in terms of the international thing do i believe everyone that is a higher up isn't in, is involved with this this ring of elites and- oh, I wasn't you know, talking about this specifically. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, uh, you know, are part of the elites and are pulling the strings? No. Do I believe there's a small group of elites that pull strings slightly? Not necessarily they have dominant control, but they influence a lot of the actions that the media portrays. Oh yeah. Or mm-hmm. what goes on? A hundred percent. hundred percent believe that. And I also do believe maybe it's in the same group, maybe a different group that has the sex
1: trafficking ring. I still believe there's a sex trafficking ring with these elites um bro that's not even like to be honest with you i don't even think that's like a conspiracy a hard take or anything like that like Mm -hmm. if you just think about guys in general right bro let's let's be completely honest right Prostitution's huge here in america like Mm -hmm. sex trafficking is big here in america you know what i'm saying like you don't gotta go you know to international levels to like understand that like and it's not i'm not on just i mean oh it is 90 five percent of the time you know what i'm saying niggas (laughs) right like niggas yeah because i was gonna be like yo people participating but it's usually it's a dude picking up a chick you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like let's be real like yo 95 like this shit is happening here you know what i'm saying all the time like and if you if you get comfortable enough with someone who's in that world who has experienced it whatever like bro let's let's be real for a second like how far like is it you know what i'm saying bro we have strip clubs we have brothels in america like how far is it that people like would pay to have sex with like people already do all the mm. fucking time you know what i'm saying prostitution is the oldest like profession mm-hmm. in essence like people been selling pussy since the bible ages like that's facts you know like jesus was back in the day like <laughs> like you know shame on you and shit like but um it's like it's not crazy for me at all to like assume that there's like a, a sex trafficking ring. And then especially if you throw in on top of it, like, yo, this shit is international because American niggas are arrogant as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, people were like American people so fucking arrogant, you know, like when they leave here, they think they're the shit everywhere in the world. A lot of people like that, especially if you're successful in America, like you're you're pretty much successful anywhere in the world because you're rich as fuck. Like, if you're poor in America, you're rich as fucking 90% of the world. You know what I'm saying? So if you're rich here, nigga, you made it, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And these dudes, like, they go around, whatever. Like, you know, they literally could get 80, 90% of women in whatever place they're going. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even look at these people as humans. They're literally looking at them, at them as sex objects. And it happens all the time. You know, what? I went to Panama when I was 18 years old. I don't know if you know. I remember. Yeah, I know. I was 19. Sorry, I went to Panama, right? And while while I was there, um, I had a taxi driver, and he took me to a brothel. And while he was taking me there, he was talking to me um, about the like the, the the whole thing, cause I was like, bro, what is like what is all this shit? And he was like, yo, I'm gonna come show you, <laughs> right? And I was like, alright, cool. I'm 19 years old. I was like, alright, cool, right? <laughs> so I have so many questions. <laughs> but go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Ask. Like, <laughs> did you purposely go? For a reason, what do you mean? To smash? Yeah, to the brothel? Um, no, I was just there for the wings. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, nigga. Like, (laughs) I was 19 years old, bro. Like, I was, I was, I was. These are these are the these are realities of my life. You feel me? That's fair. Yeah, you know. Okay,
0: so you went to a brothel?
1: Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. And I went with my taxi driver. You know, and he was cool ass nigga, bro. And we were chilling for. I would chill with him for hours. Like we were just talking and shit. And like one of the first things that he told me, cause on my, one of the first days that I was there, it wasn't him, but it was another guy told me, uh, cause at first I was staying near like the Trump hotel in Panama, right? And then I moved over and started staying in like a, another part of town. And like, he was telling me, he was like, yeah, you know, Trump's doctor, like his dentist or whatever. He was like, he comes here like three, four times a year. This is when I was staying near the Trump hotel. It's mm-hmm. like a really nice, ritzy part of town. Um, and he was like yeah you know like trump's doctor is always staying here with a dentist or whatever he comes like three four times a year i always pick him up and like i take him around i take him to whatever and he's the first person that told me like about the brothels and he was like yeah you know and like he always like always wants me to take him to like these brothels or whatever like two three times you know while he's here and he's only here for like a week or something like that and he was telling me like yeah he goes here he pays like a thousand dollars six hundred dollars whatever like and he gets you know the girl spends the night with her whatever at the time, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, niggas spending $1,000 to smash? You'd be surprised. The fuck? <laughs> right? You i would be surprised. It was, it was blowing my mind. I was like, yo, what? Like, this is, this is ridiculous. And this is Trump's, like, dentist or some shit. Or doctor. Which is crazy, because, like, it might be the nigga who's in the office right now, bro. Most <laughs> like, likely. Who's, you know, his personal doctor in the White House? Like, yeah. it might be that nigga, bro. <laughs> but, uh... But, you know, he he told me, like, he was telling me about this, and I was like, what? And he was explaining to me, like, yo, man, like, you know, it's, it's like, he was like, yeah, you know, in America, he he tells him, like, in America, these girls would be like $5,000. So he comes here, he it's only like $1,000 and shit, right? And i in my mind, I was just like... How bad are these girls? There's there's no girl <laughs> bad enough for me to pay a thousand dollars. I'm not paying ten dollars, my nigga. Like, well, you bro- obviously smashed, so how much did you pay? Thirty dollars. <laughs> I was Wait, not- what do you get for thirty dollars, bro? Okay, hold on. First of all, like, let's let me just preface this. Like I said, I was 19 years old. I know I'm a new man, I found God. You feel me? <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, relax, man, relax. But uh, um, this, this is my reality. I'm just telling you the truth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Um, uh, what did I get? I got, like, an hour. <laughs> with, really? Yeah, with, um, with this Colombian woman, you know, because a lot of the workers there are, like, Colombian and Venezuelan and stuff. You know, that experience, like, being for real, like, because, you know, I went, and then I went again, and then I went again. <laughs> and that you experience, went
0: three times? I'm pretty sure I did, yeah. How long were you in Panama for? A week. Yes, bro.
1: <laughs> I was nine. Let me just continue saying. This. I know. I, was 19 I know. Years old. Like... I know. It's just
0: that you're my brother, so it's like when I first hear this, I'm
1: like, nigga, what? I know. But... I know. Oh, but, okay. You know. Okay. Let me. I'm. I mean, I'm just telling you, right? Because when I moved here to Richmond, for instance, right, like I started working a lot. You know, like in the area that I work, like it's not a good part of town. Like there's a there's a bunch of like prostitution that happens there, and it's visible, right? There's prostitution that happens everywhere, but it's mainly invisible. So it's high level. You know, you go to a nice part of town. There's prostitutes everywhere, but they're just walking among us. You don't really realize it. They work as high-end escorts. They work as cam girls or whatever. You know, it's all different oh, yeah. forms of, like, prostitution stuff. When I was working in the hood, like, doing, you know, the, the housing work that I'm doing now, like, the prostitution is more in your face. There are women who are literally, they walk by and they ask if they can suck your dick for a quarter, right? <laughs> and uh, so from when I was in Panama, that's what got me like more recently interested and I've been working for a while now like over a year on this project where I was trying to basically understand like the psychology behind a lot of like the sex workers and like people in that industry and the people who go to them you know and all the different things that are related to it and it's like it's crazy you know what i'm saying like it's it's absolutely like it's it, it it's it's sad. It's so sad. You know, it makes me think a lot about think back to a lot like those experiences that I had, and I'm glad that I did it though, because if it wasn't for me doing that shit when I was 19 years old, then like I wouldn't have come to a place where like now, like I'm pretty much putting together this like almost like docu thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a, a you know a book or like a photo you know journalism type thing, but kind of just documenting like yo like. You know, dudes need to stop normalizing prostitution because it's damaging. You know what I'm saying? And 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 on the inverse, like, women need to stop normalizing prostitution, too. You know, like, there's a lot of women who's like, oh, it's her body. She can use it however she wants. And you're right, you know? But do you know all the effects and shit that goes into it? You know, like, if I didn't have that experience when I was 19... And when I was 19, I was doing it in the same way that most dudes nowadays. They're just like, oh what like you're gonna pay one way or the other you know like oh let me just go have some fun whatever and like and so i did but as i grew older and i started thinking a lot about like those actions that i I made and like the consequences of my decisions not just limited to how it affected me but how does this affect them you know what i'm saying and like it's sad like i said it's sad because like they're taking this money that you're using and they're going and feeding their kids Yeah. Like literally, you know, like a lot of the, I mean, I don't know if you know this, you're one of the first people I'm telling and now I guess everybody else knows like I've talked to like dozens and dozens of like sex workers here in Richmond. I have like hundreds of pictures, you know, like I I went to the motels that they stay at. I went to the houses that they stay at. I met their johns. You know what I'm saying? I saw like I hung around them. I saw how they interacted. I watched them shoot up, Watch them smoke crack. I watched like I saw all this shit. Like I see how it's affecting them. Like, bro, there was a girl... (laughs) There was a lady who was like she was she was walking like out you know doing her prostitution street walking like literally out of her room where her son like she's like she's like yeah you know I work you know I take my son to the bus stop out of a motel right takes her son to the bus stop and then like once he gets on the bus she starts walking up and down the street trying to find someone getting as much you know money as she can before her son comes back from school so that she can use that money to pay for the next day's motel pay for the food that they're gonna eat and like all that other shit, and it's just like you're contributing to that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's <laughs> really sad.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Every time I drive by Jefferson Davis or um Midlothian, like down yeah, where yeah. Mm-hmm. Carnation Street is at, mm-hmm. yeah, like you, you can see like straight up, like wh- you know who is trying to, um not necessarily going to that lifestyle, but who is part of that lifestyle. And every time I look at it, I look at it because it's sad. It's not because it's like, oh, like I look at them lower, but I'm like, this is what they have to do yeah. in order to survive. Like, this exactly. is what they literally have to do in order to survive. And, it, and it's sad because it's like- They don't know any other way. Yeah, they don't know any other way to to make this money. So it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Uh,
1: that's all they think they're worth. Sorry to cut you off. But no, like, yeah, that's all that's, they think that they're worth. They're all, that's all they think. You know, you talk to them and like- like, well, why don't you try doing this? Have you tried getting a job? Like, whatever, whatever. And, like, the sad part is, number one, like, they make good money. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's one of the saddest things about it. It's like they're making good money doing it, which means that there's a lot of paying willing customers out there for this shit, you know? And then number two is, like, they don't see themselves or value themselves enough to do something else. Like, they're like, yo, what do you, like, this is what I do. Like, this is what, um, you know, this is how they see their worth. You know what I'm saying? In, like, whatever they can provide to someone else, like, in that way. You know, not, kind of, not even, I'm not saying not aware, but they drown out the effects that it has on them by abusing a lot of drugs. And that's why, like, a lot of those girls I met, like, they shoot heroin. They smoke crack. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not light stuff like they drink or smoke weed. No. They do very hard drugs. Yeah, because they have to e- rape, like not e- e- escape from, like, the pain of the shit that they're kind of dealing with. They're literally giving up their body exactly. to provide for, for their family. And kind of pretending like it's okay.
0: There is a, a, a there is an Instagram post and it was three slides. And it was this woman who was a prostitute in Richmond. And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got kicked out of my house. Um, I'm a prostitute now. That's how I make my money. Da-da-da. And so they would always check in with her every three months. And every three months she would get worse. The next slide she has a really big black eye because she got beaten um you can tell that she's a little more like frantic a little bit she's talking a little bit faster because of the drug she's taking mm-hmm. by the third slide she lost all her weight she can't go two seconds without like scratching her neck you know what i'm saying like she's mm-hmm. really really in a bad state of mind and it's like bro this is only six months yes of being part of this lifestyle and like look what happened it's not and i don't blame her because i'm saying like she got kicked out of her crib she didn't know any other way to make money so i i agree that like in general prostitution should just i mean you can't just say like oh it should just stop being a thing and then oh it'll stop like i like you said like the word normalized that is very trending on twitter now uh just that word is trending. Stop. Yeah, there's always a tweet that says stop normalizing insert thing here. Oh. Or normalize blank here. Oh. But I think they should stop normalizing the, the access of prostitution where it's like, oh, if I want to have fun, I'm going to go here. I'm going to fuck a girl, whatever. I don't think that should be normal. And I don't think for women as well, they should allow it to be normal. You no. know what I'm saying? Because like you're way more than just your body. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I also, but I understand like if when it gets to that point, sometimes you feel like that's your only you know, you're only worth, but you're way, way worth more than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: No, I bro, I agree completely. Like, it, like I think the issue, we got to teach women, like, to have more self-respect, more self-esteem, like, give them more self, like, give them more respect so that they have more self-respect and, like, can build up their own self-esteem so that they don't, they don't even look at themselves in a way that, like, oh, I'll, I'll allow myself to do something like Yeah, this.
0: and I think for men, we should... Teach them as well. Like, stop treating women as oh, just for sure. sex objects. For sure, bro. Because they're way more than that, bro.
1: Like I said, number one, like, the women would not be out there if they weren't paying customers. Yeah. Bro, like, a lot of those women I met, like, working out of motels, I swear to God, they make more money than me. Mm. I swear to God, on a cash-by-cash basis, they make more money than me. It may not be as consistent, but they may have a night where they hit 100-something, have another night where they just come up on 500 I'm talking about I'm talking about women walking down the street walking down Jefferson Davis making five hundred dollars sometimes in a night I'm not saying this is often but like you know what I'm saying there's enough Mm -hmm. people out there like willing ready to engage in this sort of behavior and I I agree bro we as men should discourage this shit you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying outlaw it right it's the same way though that I feel about like drugs in general right it's like don't outlaw it because that's not gonna stop people from doing it. If it's legal or illegal, if someone wants to do something, they're gonna do it. But you have to educate people and and tell them and show them why and like what is the consequences of their actions. And that's why I keep saying, like, I'm really glad that I had that experience, like in Panama, because like it was something that could have so easily been normalized. You know, it was normalized. Like that's why I did it. The dude told me he was like, bro, this is part of the culture. Here. Like this is what we do, cause it was like a Friday night or something. The first time I got in the taxi with a dude, you know, and 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 he was like, "Yo, I was telling, him, I was like, what do you, you know, what are you guys doing?" So he was like, "Bro, we just go to like, you know, Friday night. I'm going to a bar or whatever. I'm going to a club, you know, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go talk to some girls, maybe pick up one or something like that." I was like, "Bro, take me to where you go, you know." and the brothel that I went to, it was all. Locals, you know what I'm saying? It was all local guys, like they're like workers and stuff like that, just chilling on a Friday night. All women in there, Colombian and Venezuelan women. We're in Panama and it's all Colombian and Venezuelan women there, meaning that these women came from Colombia or Venezuela to Panama just to do this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, which, like I said, when you keep thinking about it and when you put it in Perspective or context, but it, it wasn't until I had that experience that like shit started clicking and I was like, oh, okay, like now I see, but it was normalized. You know, it was like, yo, this is what we do. And I was like, all right, cool, so let's do it. And I met up with him the second night there too. He came out with me on Saturday night, bro. And that taxi driver was, <laughs> he was, was... He like, oh, <laughs> nah, he was cool. Like I said, he was chill, bro. He was mad cool. He came with me the second night. Like mm. he hit me up and he was like, bro, you trying to go out tonight too, type thing. And the place was like, it was actually real close to my house. I remember I was leaving like maybe Monday morning or something. So I went on Sunday too, you know, cause I was 19 and horny. Like, but you know, now that I'm thinking with my other head, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like I can put a lot of this shit into like, into context and understand like the effects that it has. And that's what leads me to believe like, all right, you know, yeah, you are in control of your body, do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? But I know the effects of this. I've talked to enough people i've been in I've been around it enough like I'm not new to this shit anymore. You know what I'm saying like I've been surrounded by this shit for like three years now. I told you I've been writing about it for a year, but I've been around it for like three now mm. like you know like so i I see I see all the effects that it has I just know that it's not positive. Mm. you know the the only positive effect for for the woman is that those. Ten seconds at the end when you're giving her the money, and the only positive for you is, you know, those busting fifteen seconds where you busting a nut, like, right, yeah. right, like. Other than that, like, you know, and and, and that's why a lot of people, are, oh, it's just a transaction and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know, yeah, you're right. But if you think transactions end at the cash register, like, you got something else coming your way. Transactions is all forms. It's in all all mediums. It's not just the cash.
0: It's the physical interaction, it's the emotional feeling afterwards. That's why like a lot of times when dudes bust a nut, they be feeling like shitty. Mm. They're like, damn. Post just, nut clarity. bro." it's a real thing. Mm. It's a like I think it's scientifically proven that like with dudes when they release when 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 they when they bust a nut, like Sarah like there is a dopamine effect, but for women it's like serotonin. But for men, it's like this other thing, I forgot what it's called. But pretty much it makes us clarify our heads and we're just like wow i just did that
1: yeah i mean and you shouldn't feel that way in my opinion yeah we shouldn't you shouldn't feel that way. and i think that the only reason people feel that way is because innately or subconsciously there's that feeling of shame yeah you know like when when i would have sex with someone and like we were both um like committed to each other you know what i'm saying like when i when i loved this person and they loved me i've never felt that before yeah, I've that's never true. I've never felt post nut like, damn, what the hell did I just do? Like, let me get the fuck out of out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I only felt that way when I had sex with someone that I probably shouldn't have.
0: Yeah, that's very very true. Including
1: my left hand. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, if if I'm like getting head from a different girl or like fucking another girl and I'm not committed to her, it's kind of just like a one smash and you're done. You be I'll be leaving the cri- their crib like or their dorm or whatever. I'm like why did I just do that? I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to sit with myself for a couple hours. Yes, this wasn't right. Yes. but like you said, like if it's someone
1: with I love and I care for, it's like, all right, I'm good. That's cool. Yeah, bro. If it's someone I care about, like I'm listening tonight and like I'm chilling. Yeah, like I'm just like, all right, cool. Like let's chill, let's talk for a bit. Go round two, <laughs> right? <laughs> round two? Right? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> but like if it like I said, like if it's not, then like I'm trying to get out of it. And I, that's the thing is like I don't think people like think a lot of like consciously and it's because it's these subconscious literally subconscious like feelings and stuff but they're they don't bring consciousness to those feelings you know what i'm saying like Mm. like yeah post-nut clarity is is normal but why is it normal and it's be normal because most people have shameful sex Mm. you know most people don't have have sex and they like they're, they're. I don't want to say they're proud of, cause then it makes it seem like, yo, nigga, I was putting in work. You feel me? Like, hey, <laughs> like, not like that, but like, they're not like, you know, like, I, like I think like orgasms and sex. It's one of the most powerful, drug. Like, orgasms is one of the most powerful drugs. You know, like, sex yeah. is sex is one of the most powerful energy, like, forces of energy. Like, and that's why I, I was researching and talking to so many people is because. I realized this in my own relationships you know what I'm saying just like what you were saying I realized that sometimes I'd feel ashamed after having sex and I was like I thought sex was supposed to be great and fun and amazing and it is but why five minutes after am I like having all these thoughts in my running through my mind're
0: like you're the most terrible person exactly and all these things yeah exactly I, I learned very very quick after like I'm now I'm a senior in college so my three years in college I learned very very quickly that like sex isn't just sex. It's no. way, way deeper. So when no. people say, oh, I can fuck without feelings. <sighs> da, 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 da. Okay. Right. You have something mentally wrong with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have something literally that's blocking your spiritual like chakras. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. you, you really think that having this exchange of energies between someone, because when two people orgasm, that is the most, like you said, the most powerful energy source. You can literally have a creation. That's how powerful it is. You can right? make something. You can literally make something Alive, but they'd be like, nah, it's just sex, yeah. It's just like, nah, we're no, just
1: fucking. It's no,
0: like-, <laughs> like, it's way more than that, it's way more than just fucking. So, I i really advise people to like at least consider who you're having sex with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand the physical attraction, like, oh, that dude's cute, oh, that girl's cute, whatever it is. I understand it, you know what I'm saying? I go to the same thing, I'm not no uh, higher up, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I go to the exact same, now. yeah, no, I go to the exact same things. If I see a baddie, I'm like, damn, she bad, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, but the consciousness part, you have to really consider and be like, do I really want to do this right
1: now? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, who do I really want to do this with? Mm. Yeah, man. No, I, I agree 100%, bro. Like, <laughs> let me ask you this, actually. Hmm. How do you feel about friends with benefits? <laughs> oh,
0: that's a very hard question. Uh, I've done it before, you know, mm-hmm. multiple times. Uh, it never really ends up well. Well, let's just say that because uh, everyone's like, oh, we can have these boundaries and these rules, you know, but eventually y- you'll start to realize like, oh, I don't really want to be with this person anymore. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, a, it's a tricky thing because one head is thinking yes, the other head is thinking no, nigga. Um, and then eventually it just kind of fizzles out. So uh, I think people should experiment. Uh, but should it be a experiment so they understand like you know what i'm saying if you tell someone don't do this they're more inclined to do it yeah, so like
1: same thing bro same thing like for instance about the like the brothel or just yeah. to be honest anything in my life like bro you know like i've done a lot of wild shit like yes not just that but like i've tried a lot of shit i've done this and that and, yeah. and like and i do it because it's the same thing where it's like i need to do it so that i know but then once i've made up my decision like all right cool like because you know bro like the same thing with like You've been you been told since we're little kids, like, yo, don't, prostitution is not, you know what I'm saying? But it I wasn't mean. until I did it where I was like, nah, oh, this, yeah, this they're ain't they're the right, it. this ain't the move. Yeah,
0: I think genuinely that's what it is. But back to Friends with Benefits. Yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> no, yeah, we are good. Uh, I don't do it personally anymore, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. after I realized, I'm like, nah, bro, this ain't it. It's either we're dating or
1: I'm single. That's it. There is no in between. Pretty much, bro. Yeah. Pretty much. I I agree. Like, I don't believe in friends with benefits, man. Like that doesn't yeah. it like well cuz one like what does that mean? That means you you were dating. <laughs> like literally. Yeah, like what what do you mean friends with benefits? What the hell does that mean? Like 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 you know, what is a girlfriends? Like your friend? Happens to be a girl. And that's the benefit. <laughs> like, like, if she's a girl. So hopefully she wants to suck you off sometimes. And as your boyfriend, the benefit is, you know, sometimes I'm going to dick you down. Like, you know, but like I agree, bro. Like, I think like it's one of those things that people normalize and whatever, because they're trying to skip. Like, they're trying to skip hard shit in their life. Oh, yeah. You know, so instead of... Like, why do people go into friends with benefits situations? What happens is one person wants to be in a relationship. The other person wants to have sex. They don't want to be in a relationship. So both people want to have sex. It's just that one of them wants to be in a relationship. No, there doesn't. Right? The person who doesn't want to be in a relationship needs to be strong enough to say... If I don't want to be in a relationship with this person, then I don't need to have sex with this person. What they end up doing is succumbing to their uh, earthly desires, which we all have, and then they end up saying, like, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship with this person, so, but I want to have sex with them. So I'm going to create this this fantasy sort of relationship called a friends with benefits relationship, which meaning that I can fuck you physically and mentally. Right. Mm. because that other person doesn't get what they need out of the relationship. What's the benefit? If I want to be in a relationship with you, right, and what you're offering me is sex, it's like, all right, cool. This is cool, but there's in a, there, that's, this is physical intimacy. But where's my em- emotional intimacy? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a part of this equation that I need that you're leaving out, right? And you're getting what you need, and then you're dipping out, <laughs> you know, of my crib. So it works for a weeks, for weeks, for a couple months maybe. But in my experience, like I've had a, a good number of friends with benefits when I was younger. I always want to put all this shit on when I was younger, because I'm a new man now. I found God and everything. <laughs> you gotta clarify. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you know, I had I had multiple friends with benefits and um it never worked. And it, and it never worked because a, they liked me, right? In a way that I didn't like them. And I was I was so I was too selfish to give that up. Right. I wanted the the pussy more than I wanted, to be honest. Mm. Right. Or B, uh I liked them. <laughs> and and they didn't like me in that way. And that one, the first time it happened, not even going front, one of the biggest shots to my ego. Oh yeah. I yeah. Ever I was like, wait, you don't, don't want to like date me? me? Yeah. Like you're not trying to date me? Like and she's like, nah, like, she's just trying to smell. And I was like, I was offended, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> you I were was hurt. Like, I am a great nigga. <laughs> like, you were hurt. Yeah, that that's
0: that was kind of the college lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially freshman year, like, you'll soon to realize, and this, I'm not saying this is all college girls, because I know a good handful of college girls that are like, they truly want uh, a genuine relationship with somebody, you know what I'm saying? And keep it that way. But for the most part, if a girl is talking to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can sell she's having an attraction. She just wants to smash, bro. She don't want nothing else. You got to just keep it pushing. But I wanted to talk about um, how a lot of people, like you said, like, people want to skip the hardships. A lot of people, and actually this is recent, and it kind of boggled my mind. I was like, how the hell? But a lot of people go from nothing to fucking. So, mind you, this is like 10 steps, and they just leap.
1: We mean, nothing to fucking?
0: So, like, they're just friends, whatever it is, and then... Instead of, or friends, you know what I'm saying? And instead of establishing a friendship at first, they wanna fuck. So they immediately go from step one to step 10, which is fucking.
1: I'm not, I'm not saying literally step 10. You but mean like it. swipe society? Like you hop on like Tinder or some shit? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. You don't but even know that you Pretty
0: much what I've also noticed, and I've asked people this, and a lot of people have agreed. And I'm like, I don't understand. They're like, why do we need a kiss before sex? How what? do you start? What? <laughs> what? How do you start? <laughs> Monica, you said, why do we need to kiss? People Be- have said that. People are like, why do we need a kiss? Like, ew. Bro, how are we? Nani, what? Bro. And, and, and that's when I realized, I was like, all right, bro. Y'all are just really like, come on. Let's get it done. You know what I'm saying? And I never understood that. I was like, if you're going to have sex... There's there's foreplay. You know, there's steps to it, my nigga. Bro, that's just from... half
1: of sex. It's literally, foreplay. Like...
0: Literally. And that's when my head, I was like, what? I don't I don't understand. So it was really confusing for me. But like I said, after like freshman year or so, I was just like, you know what? This isn't for me because I was talking to multiple girls and trying to have that hookup. You know, da da mm-hmm. it doesn't work. It never works. So it's, like, oh, did it run out?
1: Yeah, see, I saw it too, but I was like, I didn't know. Damn, I, can't, I, can't, Daniel, I can't read it from here. It's all good. Yeah. Well, shoot, we're almost finished with our episode, regardless. But okay.
0: Yeah. Um, you can finish out the thought. Yeah. But pretty much what I was going to say is like, people need to be more considerate
1: with who they're sleeping with. That's mm. all. Mm, mm. Yeah. No, no, for sure. For sure. Like, that's, that's the one thing is like, the person you're having sex with, like, they're humans, just like you're a human. Like, they have feelings, they have goals, they have ambitions and stuff. Like, they're not sexual objects. Like, if you want a sexual object, go buy a toy you know what i'm saying go fuck a toy and if you think that's sad then like it is (laughs) you know what i'm saying like develop the emotional uh intelligence to develop a relationship with someone and then have sex with them if you think having sex with a toy is bad but like don't negate someone else's feelings so that you can advance your own Mm. that's facts I like that. That was a good ending to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This has been
0: Ahmed. And Luffy. And this is the Brotherly Love Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great day.